to overcome, succeed in dealing with a problem or difficulty, defeat of an opponent to prevail, overpower or overwhelm of an emotion, adversity, a difficult or unpleasant situation, used in a sentence, resilience in the face of adversity. I want to break free. Hello and welcome to Overcoming Adversity Podcast with my fantastic co-host, Blake Cohen. Hello. What do you do again, Blake? Tell us about yourself. God, don't stress me out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What do I do? Blake is a world-renowned author. World-renowned. Thank you. I like the way that sounds. A (laughs) best-selling author. Okay. I love you more. Short stories of addiction, recovery, and loss from the family's perspective. I am a certified addictions professional and national outreach manager for Recovery Unplugged. What do you and do? also, you're also um, a professional public speaker. I wanted to add that. And Blake can be booked. <laughs> Thank you. Just not during my honeymoon, please. Yes, not during the honeymoon. Yeah. And myself, my name is Amanda Marino. I am Blake's co-host. I'm so grateful to be that. And um, I am a certified life coach, certified recovery coach, um, and I am also a public speaker. So, yeah. Wow. I am so yeah. grateful to be your co-host. How about that? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, I think friend. it's pretty cool. So let's update some of our listeners on what's going on with us. So this show, first of all, is going to be just a recap show. We're going to be recapping... Uh, we want to talk about the last four, four guests that we've had. We, you know, we're going to do this every after every four guests. We're going to have a little recap show and talk about what we learned and talk about just little updates a month later in our lives. But I just want to say how cool it was that we got an email today asking the two of us to come speak on behalf of the Overcoming Adversity podcast to go speak at an event in Boca Raton. So I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that was really exciting. So, you know, it's nice to know that you're getting a reach and people are listening or paying attention and, um, and that there's a difference being made. That's, that's what that shows me. So I'm grateful for that. And it's cool. Cause I, you know, I don't think it's, it's not us. I mean, we're just the kind of the facilitators of these, these incredible people who, who've come on our show now. Um, their stories are just like insanely remarkable and these, the adversities they've overcome has just been so inspiring to people. And we just get to be the vessel to bring them to you. And that is so cool. The vessel. I like that. We are, we are the vessel. We are the vessel. So let's talk about some of our guests. Um, is there anything you want to talk about first, Amanda? I mean, there's so much to talk about, but I definitely want to talk about our guests first. They're, you know, they're the most important. But, um, but yeah, we've been, I think we've been completely, um, just hooked up and people have been brought to our, our, you know, our path that have been really amazing, really inspiring. And each one has touched my life in a different way and helped me to see things more clear and also bring, brought me gratitude, you know? So I'm really grateful for our guests that have been, you know, most of them, we didn't really know, you know, I knew one, you knew one, but the rest were kind of like put on our lap. Yeah. People just, people referred them to us saying, Hey, you got to talk to this person or talk to that person. Um, let's start off with Ben Stone. So Ben, Ben was episode number, Ooh, number five, um, where Ben was talking about being in recovery from religion, which I thought was so fascinating. That's not something that people really, I don't think you think about very often, right? Like you're in a religion and if you decide to change your mind, you just walk away and it's no big deal. 
you know, that's right. what I've had, the, the image that I had in my head, but I never really thought about the blowback of being fully involved in a specific faith and then walking away and how much that changes your life. See, I always paid a lot of attention to like, I always have a, a strong interest in some of these more strict religions and just kind of wonder, you know, I'd like to learn about them or, or more strict, rigid paths of life that are, you know, generally under religion. So like Mormon, um, uh, what's the other one with the, uh, hold on, they're in Pennsylvania and they live with no electricity. Amish, yes. So these different walks of life or very, very strict religious or, you know, they've always really interested me. So I was really um, interested. His is a little different than that, to that extreme, but he still did live a very extreme life. And yeah. I, always, I always imagined it being like this mad escape, you know? But the process that he went through and he like laid it out for us of all the things that he did and, and how he grew. And, and that was really interesting to me. It just, it really got me thinking. Well, it was... It just, the, the parallels with being in recovery from addiction or maybe being in an abusive relationship and just how emotionally and fully just enthralled you are in your situation where it's your, your, you eat, you eat, breathe and sleep this religion or, or this drug or this person, whatever it may be. And then when that's taken away, you're left without an identity. And right. you have to figure yourself out and figure out what's right and what's wrong. And you have to figure out what aligns with your inner beliefs and your core beliefs, as opposed to what was their beliefs and what was, what was certain behaviors and personality traits that were brought on by the outside entity, as opposed to what, what, what's inside of you. Yeah, no, definitely. It is, it is a process of recovery. You know, like that's the, the huge link is like, he had a recovery from religion. There's recovery from, like you said, toxic relationships or eating, or, you know, there's so many different ways that people have to heal and recover, find their path. And I, I did see that huge correlation with Ben, you know, and even the and, grief, you know, he, and yeah. I don't think he mentioned it, but the grief, the grieving process you go through of you're, you're grieving the loss of your old life. Yeah. And trying to find your new identity. That's, that's hard to find yeah. your new, your new place in the world, you know? <sighs> It's just got to be tough, though. Could you imagine that we're you're fully into a religion, and then all of a sudden you find out that? I mean, I guess his specific area that he found out there was a lot of hypocrisy going on, so that these people who are his spiritual leaders turned out to not be good people, and I just can't imagine the the amount of anger and resentment and, and what you'd have to go through from that, where you just been you've been lied to for so long. Right. Yeah, that's then you lose trust and you, then you have tr trust issues and abandonment issues and and you know all of those goodies. I imagine you're embarrassed too, right? I mean, it's got to feel embarrassing. Yeah, I think I would be really angry, and you know, I I, I think I would have gone through you know a lot of different emotions with that, but definitely angry because everything that you know and everything you believed and everybody you trusted you know, isn't what you thought they were and your whole life is thrown upside down now. Yeah. Well, I think, I think we all, we all had little bits of tastes of that. And I think Ben really put it in, in his words, the way that he, he described his scenario. I just think it was, he did such a great job. Um, yeah. So he's super cool to follow. I think he's really inspirational and, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful that he's in the path, not my path now, you know, I'm really yeah, inspired no. by him. Anybody I've ever introduced Ben to, like, it's hard when you, you describe Ben 
it's, you know, he's a rapper and a motivational speaker. You're like, okay, buddy. And then you actually talk to him and you find out how spiritual this guy is and how well-educated he is and just well-read. Passionate. Very passionate. passionate. He just has such a good way, like Forrest Gump's mama, just always has a way of putting things to help me understand. (laughs) He's just got such a good way of doing it. Um, So then our next guest on episode six was Kim Rogers, which is a friend of yours. Yeah, well, she was a rekindled friend, you know, somebody I've known, I knew in high school and I've only followed on social media since then. And I was inspired by her journey and knew that, you know, she definitely was going through some stuff and has gone through some stuff at a young age. And as a young, you know, successful, beautiful woman, um, just I knew her struggles, you know, I knew that there was a story to tell there. And I think that she empowered us all, you know, that's her story. God, I mean, that's one of those things where I would just be fucking pissed. You know what I mean? Of just, that's a good example of just screaming like, why me at the moon every night of when you get a diagnosis like that and you can't do anything about it. And I can't even imagine that whole process that she had to go through to get where she's at today of a place of acceptance. I mean, that must have been pretty hard. And she's done it with, I mean, with grace, you know, I mean, when I tell you, when I see somebody that, that shared all that she shared with us, that she threw all that, that all that time that she didn't even know it was wrong with her. And she was like having all that pain and uncomfortability and shaking and all this stuff that she was still getting up at 445 in the morning, working out, working 60 hour weeks, being a single mom, you know, doing all these things that she was doing i'm just like whoa you know i can't bitch or complain about anything and not be yeah. able to get anything done there's no excuses like she's really done it with grace and dignity you know and and i know that she's gone through stuff and she definitely doesn't hide that but she's come out the other side and now wants to share her pain and passion with others which is you know that's going to help somebody her story yeah and i think she she was really inspired by her son. I mean, she really had no choice but to kind of pick herself up by her big girl panties and just get it figured out. I mean, she got this diagnosis and I'm sure it was devastating at first, but she had no choice to just figure out what she has to do to survive and and give her son a good life. So I think, you know, I think she did it out of necessity. And I think that also kind of speaks to recovery from addiction you know, I think everybody says that you have to be internally motivated and they forget that there are some pretty major external motivators out there that can motivate somebody to change their life and to do great things with them with their lives. Right. So it's not always internal motivation. Sometimes you need something like a kid to say like, okay, it's time to time to do something with my with my life and conquer this this demon. And you use the term survive, like, I, but when I look at someone like her and I look at someone like myself and you, I see we're not just surviving, we're thriving, you mm. know, surviving would to me is like, just the kind of like the bare minimum, but like she's thriving, you know? And that rhymes. So I like that a lot. Survival, not thrive, or thrive, thrival, not survival. Survival, <laughs> not survival. <laughs> yeah. Taking it to the next level. I think we got yeah. a new podcast name. <laughs> thrival not survival <laughs> hashtag yeah <laughs> it's like a new reality show <laughs> watch 15 singles go to this island thrival not survival are your eyebrows ready for this the storm like let me just throw that in there how are your eyebrows doing they, they maintained and manicured for the storm coming no but that's okay because there's no power so i don't really care like no one's gonna really 
look at my my toes are painted right now though. Oh, okay. Because you know what? What? Why do women get the monopoly on getting their toes painted? <laughs> I thought you were. I thought you were joking when you sent me that picture. That's really no. you got your toes painted a color. Yeah, they're blue. They're dark blue. <laughs> okay. Okay. Why? <laughs> Um, I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> you just said I'm gonna go paint my toes blue. I was at the I was getting a pedicure with Chrissy, and I just she was like, "Oh, what what color do you want?" And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> blue." And she's like, oh, seriously, are you are you being serious with me? I'm like, "Yeah, give me blue." So she. Gave me blue. <laughs> what did Chrissy say? That I'm an idiot, as always. <laughs> Half the time I do things because Chrissy tells me not to, so then I'm like, "Well, now I have to do it." So number seven is Matthew Zetz. Yes. So that was somebody that was referred to us to come on our show who had lost a limb, his leg, and had overcome addiction, then had a major accident, like a freak accident, lost his leg, and now is inspiring others. He's an example uh, of inspiration and motivation to other people now because now he's living, he's living his best life. And I, you know, I did hear something after the fact, Ash, when Ashley listened, she, she texted me, she goes, oh, he was so humble on that. She goes, he didn't tell you guys he's doing box jumps. So I guess like, he's like gotten to that level, like with his, like, I'm just going to go after it and do box jumps. Well, I've been following him on social media and he is, he's at, he's a beast. He's at the right. gym. I mean, he's like, he's making the he most. He was humble. He was very humble on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. He was very <laughs> humble, but he had a great message and you know, just again, another living example of, I mean, you lose a limb, but you think that's like life ending. And obviously there's tons of examples of where it's not, but you know, it's hard to imagine. And I don't know that I've ever talked to too many people who've actually lost a limb and what that was like. Right. And he, all the surgeries he went through, remember he said, I don't know, it was like some ridiculous number amount of surgeries and like no answers and like all that stuff that he went through, all the pain and and he was able to maintain his recovery. And now like where he is today is, is wow. Right. I thought it was interesting that losing the leg was actually the easiest part of the whole process. Right. It was actually right. a relief to just take the leg off because it right. was just so much back and forth. And they would give him a little shot of hope. And then all of a sudden that hope is taken away and he's, he's back to being, they have no answers. He can't walk and he's in excruciating pain again. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he's definitely an inspiration for sure. You know, I, I, could, I could just see somebody like him really inspiring people and getting out there in the community and showing like, we, you know, I think as humans, we need those extreme examples of if, if I can do it, you can do it type of yeah. examples. I think we learn from those people. Um, you know, a story like mine of overcoming addiction is just a kind of a vanilla story. And I'm not putting it down. It's of course, it's, it's great. But it's, it's just sort of a vanilla, very common story. But when you hear these extreme examples, that's the ones that, that we learn from. They shake that you a little. You know? Yeah, they shake you. And they, they give you, they offer you hope, which is exactly what they're meant to do. Um, yep. You know, it Definitely. just, it's so, it's so impressive. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he goes on to write that book now and, and he continues to speak and do different things. A lot of people are going to, you know, grow from him. And, and get a lot out of that. So I'm excited for him to to share that with the world. I think if that's, if anything that we've offered so far to our listeners is just has been those extreme examples where we're, we're just giving people these, these insane stories and then showing what it looks like on the other side. 
what they're I, doing. Yeah. Yeah. And what they're doing to help other people. And I think that's, that's interesting that there's this common theme of people who've go to this, these dark depths of how they find their way out of it is through helping other people and how they remain positive in their life is, is through, is through the service of others. Yeah. It's interesting. That's a common theme to help people get better. It is. I mean, it helps when you go through something for you to give back to others. I, I mean, I have been like that with many different walks in my life and then it helps me to help others. Like, you know, I talk about abuse. Mm-hmm. I talk about my abuse because I know that that helps others um, to share when I share about that, that it's like people hear me talking about it with such comfort because it brings me peace and helps me heal every time I talk about it. So I think that, you know, I think that's a common theme. Yeah, I think so too. It's weird. It's, it's being of service to others is, is selfless, but it's sort of selfish at the same time. Right. Which is strange because it's, I mean, you're doing the most selfless thing and, and just giving service to another person, but at the same time, you also know that it's going to help you and it's what makes you happy to do. So it's, there is this sort of selfish underlying theme to it, which is like, you know, it shows you that being selfish doesn't necessarily mean bad. Sometimes we have to do those things for ourselves. Yeah, we do. Jeannie Alba. Miss Showering Love. Miss Showering Love. I wonder if she got her grant. I know that she has to wait a little bit, but Jeannie was, uh, was a, a very powerful story. You know, like not many people make it back from homelessness of 10 years. I mean, Homeless, think about under it. Under a bridge. <laughs> for 10 years and makes, made it back. And she now has this beautiful nonprofit where she helps homeless people. I mean, that is like, that's not heard of, really. I've never heard a story like that. Not, it's definitely not a common one. That's for sure. I mean, I, I don't know that I've ever heard anything like that either, where you're living under a bridge. I mean, first of all, it came from a terrible background where her, where her parents and family members around were abusing her and then going to living a life of wealth and luxury and was, what, what was she, a barrel racer? Yes, a barrel racer. Yeah, a barrel racer with horses and with a life of luxury. And then to totally lose everything and then live under a bridge in Davie, Florida for 10 years and then bounce back from that. By getting that note from her, from her son about her grandbabies. Oh, that gave me tears in my eyes. I mean, that's not something that'll wake you up from a moment. Like, give you a moment of clarity. I don't know what will. Right. Here and you have four grandbabies, not one, but four. That's pretty amazing. And again, it talks to about the the importance of of being externally motivated. Right. And sometimes those are the things that get us sober. And family's a very strong external motivator. Yeah, but it, it hits you internally, you know? Right. Right. It takes something external to motivate you internally. I mean, for me, it was the same thing. It was when I realized I was hurting my family, it was when I got sober. And then I became internally motivated and was willing to do whatever it took. But I needed to be externally motivated. I needed my dad to tell me, good luck finding my way home and you're a piece of shit. I needed to hear that. Right. Yeah, I needed a lot of that (laughs) before I woke up, unfortunately. Because I was in such a tunnel that I didn't realize what I was truly doing to people. I just thought everybody was whining and bitching, complaining all the time, you know? But I didn't realize that I was like breaking people. Oh, thanks, Blake. I was a sicker than another. <laughs> I was. I'm not going to deny it. I was a sicker than other. Um, you're, you were had, so much better at your addiction than I was. Oh, no. I was just <laughs> um, I was just a nasty biatch. That's, but 
Yeah, you know what? So again, sometimes it takes it it takes more for other people than others, and you never know when you're going to get it and when what what's going to motivate you to change. Yeah, what's going to motivate you know? It it was it was mine. You know, for me, it was like you know an external thing. It was Merrick, um, and then having like some clarity to be able to see what I was really doing to people in my life really saved me. So I think we've done a good job of recapping our, our first four guests. And I think really the overall themes, and correct me if I'm wrong, or add to, add if you want to, Amanda, is uh, service work, the importance of service work. And I think the, the idea that no matter what situation you have in your life, you are not defined by that. And it's really dependent upon no matter what happens to you, it's what you do with that, that adversity once you overcome it and what you make, once you make of your, what you make of your life after that adversity and that you're so much more than just that adversity. You're so much more, we are so much more than just people in recovery. We offer so much more to the world and, but it's our job to, to offer it to the world. And we're not defined by outside things. You know, we're not defined by a career, by a job, by a health diagnosis, by an experience, by a tragedy. We're not defined by that. That does not make us who we are. Right. Matthew Zetz is not an amputee. He's an inspiration. Right. Kim is not a woman with just, you know, she's not a woman with a a disease diagnosis. She's a a woman, you know, a principal, a mom. A mother, a principal. Um, I mean, all of that. Right. Right. Yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, you and I don't want to be defined by our past or like a job that we had, you know, like I'm with Recovery Ways. I've been with Recovery Ways for two and a half years. You're with Recovery Unplugged. Like, but that they, those are our jobs and our careers. We're blessed to have an amazing job, but you know, if something did change those, that doesn't, that doesn't make us who we are, who we're not, you know? Right. Um, and that's important for me. I used to connect myself to whatever I did at that time. And that was who I was, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> or I was my, who I was in my past, you know? So it was hard for me to, to grow past that, but those, all of our guests help us to see that clearly. Um, I, I agree. And I think it's just, we have built in forgetters as we've learned many times and I come, I just need those constant reminders of humility and constant reminders um, that it could be worse and that I should just be grateful for what I've got. Right. Right. And I don't want to be, I don't want to be, I want to be inspired. You know, I want to continue to be inspired. I want to learn from all these amazing people that we've had on our show and continue to. So definitely reach out if you're interested in being on our show. Yeah, and I'm somebody who's bored easily, and there's not we haven't had a guest yet that's that's bored me. I mean, every single oh, no. story I've been so inspired by, and because I feel like I've heard it all. Once you're you know once you're around mental health for a long time, you hear all these crazy stories, and you've heard it all. And these stories have been so inspiring to me. So you could go back and listen to them. Uh, they are on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Amanda, I know you got to go, but you got to let it out real quick. Let it out, people, people that are preparing for this hurricane, be kind to one another. Don't be cutting people for gas or flicking people off or fighting over waters and stores. Like, let's all like, you know, keep the love and just remember that there's enough for everybody. We don't have to go crazy and just be kind to your neighbor because you don't want somebody acting like that to you. That's my let it out. Like, be kind through a hurricane. Okay. I like that let it out. My let it out is bed bugs and that's all I'm going to say. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, everybody. Well, if you want to be on our show, do us a favor and shoot us an email at overcomingadversitypodcast at gmail.com or go on our Facebook page, Overcoming Adversity Podcast. Shoot us a message on there. Tell us why you are worthy and let us know if you want to be on the show because uh, we do need guests. Always looking for more guests and some incredible stories. And I know there's a lot of them out there. Sounds good. Thanks, All right, Blake. Everybody. All right, Amanda. I'll Thanks, see you later. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.